Namaste. So we read a prayer today. It's a very small prayer, very beautiful as always. I mean, all prayers are beautiful. And the thing that there is one quality which the mother emphasizes, it is patience. It is there in the ancient scriptures. Uh, any number of times, you know, I have myself uh, quoted this phrase from the Kathopanishad. Who finds the self? So the phrase runs like this. Tamatmastham yenu pashyanti dhira. Stesham sukham shashwati netaresham. Who sees the self? Who is patient? Dhira. Perseverance. Those who are restless cannot find anything. Restless people will, uh, let's say, try something, join a group or they are attracted. Then after some time, oh, not this. So they will ju- jump to some other guru, somebody else, because their mind is restless. You will often see. Now, when there is an intellectual preparation, it's okay. You know, people are running here, there, everything. But once you take to a path, you must be patient and go through it right up to the end. This is what repeatedly Shurabindu advises and great yogis have fallen because of this. So when um, Anil Baran, you know Anil Baran intellectually is supposed to be one of those who understood Shurabindu very well. Shurabindu's own and wherever the rooms which Shurabindu would leave, Anil Baran would get a place there. Like for example when you enter the um, ashram, you have that room on top, no, first floor. Right now, I think Subhasda is staying. You know, who used to stay there? Anil Baran. Shurabindu used to stay there earlier. Then Anil Baran came as Shurabindu, moved in the other block. He has written wonderful things on the Gita. One of his, you know, uh, the Gita is very good because he has taken up slokas and those passages not only from essays on the Gita, but also from... Letters on yoga, like when he uses the word sacrifice. So it's not just the literal sacrifice in essays on the Gita, but also other places. So wonderful work he has done. And Sri had given him only one advice. Don't move from your asan. Asan is not sitting in a posture. Asan is steadfast in your basic resolve that you have taken. Everything will come in life. But the day you lose your will and faith in the goal, that day it is finished. As long as there is will and faith, doesn't matter. You may have mountain of difficulties you will pass through because the will and faith will keep on serving as a corrective. So that is the asana. And there, because transformation is a huge work, even finding the divine people spend lives. If you read through Narada's life, Narada now, you know, demigod. If you read through his life, what he was in his previous life and how he grew up and all that, still he is told that this life you cannot find God. And mother speaks of that, Shubindu speaks of that, that sometimes one life is only a preparation. And the ancients knew it. So therefore they worked slowly, patiently, steadfastly on the route. But the modern mind has become very restless because you know of the McDonald uh, mentality. <laughs> How many years? I want transformation, yoga. Now, if the change is not happening, oh, I am doomed. It doesn't work like that. It's a long, long process. So, to remember to remain patient. And then what we should do while we are patient, should we just put our hands and wait? Or we should do something? That's what the mother reveals us in this prayer. This idea of waiting 
patiently for the grace is there in one of you know that famous poem i think it's milton's poem they to serve who stand and wait when you wait this also is service to the divine why because if you are in a hurry you create more complications many people who are in you know who start the yoga with this, oh i am going to realize that so i am progressing very fast then the vital forces create an illusion of progress illusion of knowledge illusion of work illusion of everything transformation and then there is a crash landing they take you through that route aggrandizing and then abyss so one has to each part millions of years of habit in the cells so this is a prayer dated july 21st 1913 in the rigveda the image is the swan which has one foot steadily on ground while the other is towards the sky this is how one should be steadily on the ground as well as moving and shubhendra has used a very unique word spiritual realism don't lose sight of this reality at the same time don't lose sight of that reality towards which you are going and this is beautifully conveyed in this lovely prayer july 21 1913 yet what patience is needed how imperceptible the stages of progress this is the divine mother it's her own diary <laughs> she is not telling somebody else shubhendra says even for the strong it takes long even for the strongest there are many difficulties they have to take on the way it's a process you just can't help it and in shubhendra yoga the difficulty is double because you not only take your difficulties but as your consciousness enlarges you take into yourself the difficulties as a representative of the cosmic load so the process is long so she says many times you won't even feel whether you are improving or not improving the famous exchange of words between shurbindo and alexandra david neil so she was talking about silent mind and all <laughs> shurbindo humorously remarked sometimes one doesn't know whether one is becoming silently stupid or <laughs> stupidly silent <laughs> because it's it's like that it's a long process so she is reminding us yet what patience is needed how imperceptible the stages of progress that's why many experiences in life come just to teach us patience and one of the best ways of learning patience is through human beings <laughs> of course through children <laughs> but even through human beings you you have you learn patience you just have no choice the moment you live in a in a collective life you have to learn patience oh how i call thee from the very depths of my heart so now she is showing us the way what you have to do keep calling her from the depths of the heart and then she is describing so beautifully true light not to be satisfied by false lights artificial glimmers that's why in indian thought there is a distinction between panditya and gyana pandit is i may read scriptures and i can give lectures i can you know i remember from madhureshwar bindo from and if i remember sanskrit then even more no sanskrit are huh? veda i can chant like that but i may know nothing about god that's how shubhendra says 
that you may know you may be able to form the best intellectual conceptions and yet you may know nothing about the eternal does it mean one should not read no one should read but one should know the difference true light is true light this is only a borrowed light this is only an intellectual representation of something which is far exceeds it so she uses the word true light sublime love we may all say that we are bhakti for the mother for the divine but what kind of bhakti we can't even love <laughs> something like a creation bhakti for the divine is a huge word only the divine can teach us how to love so she uses the word sublime love divine master who are the source of a light and of a living so now she is addressing the master as the source you are the source everything has come from there now i want the original thing so she is she is referring to the source our guide and our protector this soul of our soul literally if you have to translate this word in hindi it's very interesting you have atma and you have paramatma the soul with a capital s of our soul he is the one who is our refuge our protector our blessing our grace everything our life you know in kenupanishad so beautifully it describes that that which the mind cannot know but that by which the mind can be known that which the eyes cannot see but that which motivates the eyes to see that which you cannot hear but that which makes your hearing possible that supreme consciousness so kenu prishad says strive for that so basically here she is saying these are the things we should strive for true light sublime love divine master the soul of our soul and the life of our life the reason of our being the supreme knowledge the immutable power so this what she has repeatedly that when we take to yoga why are we taking is the divine the reason the atri of our existence is the divine the reason of our existence have we reached that point where if somebody says i am going to give you a choice today or better still tonight shake up from sleep and ask i am going to give you all these worlds and all the riches and all the powers and everything okay good no no wait or you have the divine what choice you will make that is the aphorism of shirbindo that if you have the entire you see it's so cryptic no narayani sena which is also lord krishna sena narayani sena was a uh, army which nobody could defeat the entire kuru clan could not have defeated the uh, the entire army of shri krishna but he gave it to karvas but without krishna the narayani sena without narayan has no meaning so you have a choice the entire army or krishna alone and unarmed that's how shubhendra puts it if you have that choice choose krishna alone and unarmed that is the wise choice generally you i mean these choices are not given but sometimes these choices can come where you know life faces that dilemma so choose the divine that is what we should never forget because without him everything else will collapse the reason of a being 
the supreme knowledge the immutable peace and how do they come that comes toward the end in another prayer of mother i'll just quickly read it because you know that's where the secret is given this is a prayer dated october 28 1928 i'll just read the prayer there is a power which no government can command a happiness which no earthly success can give a light which no wisdom can possess a knowledge which no philosophy no science can acquire a beatitude of which no satisfaction of desire can give the enjoyment a thirst for love which no human relation can quench a peace which can be found nowhere not even in death there is something like that where to find it it is the power the happiness the light the knowledge the beatitude the love and the peace which come to us from the divine grace so patiently we should implore the divine grace and wait for it to work it will not work like human ways shobindo reminds us repeatedly in synthesis that the divine working is not what the human mind may desire that should work in a standard format no it has its own way of working and it can be very perplexing and bewildering to the mind if the mind does not know how to surrender at each step and remain patient so this is the prayer for patience july 21 1913 yet what patience is needed how imperceptible the stages of progress oh how i call thee from the very depths of my heart true light sublime love divine master who art the source of a light and of a living our guide and our protector the soul of a soul and the life of a life the reason of a being the supreme knowledge the immutable peace namaste